It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey, it's T. Frank. I wasn't supposed to be here today, but Penn State had practice on Saturday, which means we got to come back and give you the insider intel, what happened, what we saw, and our impressions of that. It was not on Wednesday. It was on Saturday. So here we are in the BWI Daily Edition inside Penn State practice coming up in just one second. BWI Daily Edition. I'm Thomas Frank Carr. That's senior editor Nate Bauer. Uh, Nate, a little bit of a longer practice on Saturday, so a little bit more for us to see. want to get through some of your impressions today on a uh, quick daily edition because I, the compromise here is I'm off today. Today's my birthday, but I, we have to talk about this, so we're going like 10 minutes, and then Man. I'm out. I'm back Man. to sipping. Mai Tais, even though I don't know what a Mai Tai is, and I obviously am not on a beach. I didn't know it was your birthday. Happy birthday to you, Frank. That's great. Well, How you. old are you now? 25? Uh, oh, I, yeah. Uh, I am 32 today, so Woo. happy birthday. A boring middle of the 30s that, other than, like, I'm officially an adult now, where, like, back problems just randomly happen, you know, that's sure. the new thing at 32, not, like, anything interesting. Yeah. No, nah, I got you, buddy. Well, happy birthday. Um, yeah, no, Penn State, Penn State. Uh, th- this is like a inside baseball thing, but Penn State opened practice uh, on Wednesday, right? Uh, but it wasn't actual practice. It was uh, laser tag. And so t- I think in an effort to make up for that, on top of the fact that there won't be an availability for practice this week, Uh, They opened up things for uh, quite a while on Saturday. I think it went about an hour that they uh, allowed the media to view practice. Now, granted, it was still mostly individual work. We didn't see, other than a couple of two-point conversion uh, attempts, any 11-on-11. But um, a little more more interesting than the typical fair that we see in the sense that receivers got some work against defensive backs. Defensive line got some work against the offensive line. Um, and so, yeah, there were some, there were some, uh, you know, de- there was definite value to what we saw on Saturday. So if you want to check out the highlights that I put together immediately afterwards on Saturday, you can check that out on our YouTube channel, Blue White Illustrated. Search that on YouTube, search Pensing Football on YouTube, you'll get to us and you can see what we saw on Saturday, but we're going to go a little more in depth today. We're going to get into some of the more nuance. So in that idea of seeing a little bit longer stuff, seeing a little bit more yep. who stood out to you especially in those times that you got to see some individual competition. You were in a different area than I was for a little bit. So I'm curious that we haven't talked about this since then. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I I hung out with the offensive line for the majority of the time. Um, And, you know, I I would say that there was nothing really unexpected. I I think that everyone kind of has an idea at this point, what the starting offensive line is going to look like with Olu Fashanu. Um, Landon Tangwall, Juice Scruggs, Sal Wormley, 
and then Caden Wallace there at right tackle. Um, but that said, and I think you and I uh, would probably agree on this because we talked about it afterwards. One of the highlights to me was Drew Shelton and Denied Dennis Sutton yeah. <laughs> getting some, some right? I mean, it was, it was yeah. really funny because James Franklin actually shouted it out at one point. Uh, to all of the players in the area, all of the coaches, hey, this isn't a rivals camp, right? Like, <laughs> somebody won and somebody was twerking, and he was not happy with the uh, the lack of intensity after somebody beat somebody in a one on one. Yeah, but like, you know, it it that it it wasn't a a summer camp, and it wasn't necessarily that uh, that all star environment, but certainly it was the same drill, right? Yeah, you've got the offensive line uh, taking one rep against right one other person and so uh left tackle against defensive end guard against defensive tackle you, you know the drill um and yeah uh denied the other sudden and drew shelton went three times uh shelton got the best of him on the first one the second one franklin personally called a hold <laughs> he didn't he didn't like the swim move and it was actually funny because he ended up talking a, a good amount about uh the the move that shelton used to bring uh, Dennis Sutton to the ground on yeah. the second rep. And so they were forced into a third rep, which Dennis Sutton actually got easily. He, he yeah. easily won that. So no, there was, it was an interesting period and, and, you know, something to, to keep an eye on. I think as, uh, as both of those groups, the defensive line and the offensive line are obviously big areas of intrigue for this team going into this season. Yeah. And Shelton has been a bit of a revelation. I know we've talked about him in one way when he started coming into Penn State as a uh, early enrollee, but as a player that had a lot of work to do. And he's since then done a lot of that work. He looks great in pads uh, and he's worked on a lot of his techniques, as you just pointed out, going uh, three for three, going in, into that situation with the nine Dennis Sutton. And of course, Dennis Sutton's going to be a huge factor throughout the season. The guy that surprised me not surprised me but I have not been able to take my eyes off of Olufashanu the entire time anytime that we get to go to practice I'm with the offensive line a good bit as well and Fashanu just the way he moves his size his length I, I think you know quietly the hype train is building for him where a lot of people wondered is he going to be able to fill in the shoes of Rasheed Walker, who's a three-year starter? And I'm starting to wonder, eh, maybe he could be better than Rasheed Walker was last. Yeah, year. you know, like there's, yep, you're 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 starting to get that level of anticipation around him. And other than a couple of times where you saw there, uh, some of those one-on-ones we saw where Smith Vilbert got the better of him on a bull rush, he still stayed in front of the guy. I, I just I've been very impressed with his athleticism his size and when you pair that with what we saw in the bowl game i am having a hard time this is another player that i'm having a hard time with the hype train like yeah so many players on this roster and i'm super excited to watch play football on september 1st is there yeah, i think you saw yeah i think um you know just just in that vein for him specifically one thing to say is is only that Rashid walker was such a talking point based on the expectations for him I don't know that in his career at Penn State he ever quite met what those expectations were. And so mm -hmm. while while the performances still may have been good, I think that Fashanu offers an opportunity for Penn State to have more consistency at yep. that position than it's had in the past. Yep. Um yeah, no, I mean I think I think certainly uh Zane Durant was was interesting to see in action on on Saturday. He's clearly going to be part of the mix i think 
it's it might be time to temper the the height of those expectations right mm-hmm. he's going to be he's going to be in the rotation but probably like a pass rush kind of specialist i think for them so is um, this a playing time thing to you is this just because of what you're looking at the depth chart with the players in front of him or is this maybe more of something different that we didn't see before no i think i think it's i think it's both right i mean there's always two conversations to be had uh, which you just mentioned it's it's how are the guys in front of him? And in this case, it's Hakeem Beeman, and Beeman's been great through the preseason. So to expect Durant to supplant him, I, I don't think is reasonable. But that's not to say that there won't be some packages where yeah. Zane Durant's assets and the things that he does best can be accentuated. Yeah, I, I don't think the question should be, is he going to surpass and become the starter with Hakeem Beam in there. It's does he become the number two at that position? Right. Is he able to vault to that level? And that is an area where I think there's still, you know, a significant role on the defense in that area. But yeah, yep. I, the, it's not the same level as Fashanu or Nick Singleton as, you know, young players that you're expecting to see big things from this fall. Yep. Um, the, the defensive line, and I'll go with this one. Uh, Chop Robinson got to see him a little bit longer, get to see a little bit more. Been curious. I love his potential, but it's always between potential and where you are, like where you currently are. What is that timeline to realize? And this is an area where I I got to see him a little bit on uh, on Saturday and. I'm putting a pin in it for now, like maybe the first month of the season. I think there's still some things he needs to work out as far as not just playing defensive end. Like I don't put as much stock in that as I do. He's going to be a pass rusher full time. Yeah. So does he have the ability? Does he have the technical skills and the physical skills to get to the quarterback reliably? Yeah. He's not in coverage anymore. I don't think so. He needs to work on that stuff still is my opinion. I, I think that the, the key to this is what James Franklin said, starting at big 10 media days about mentioning the difference between game one and game four. And you can see there's just kind of this collection, this wave of players who probably won't be ready. Not that they're not going to be ready to contribute. They will be ready to contribute, but they're not going to take jobs in right. the first week of the season. Right. And that's, that's just kind of the, the front end is just like, it leaves this room, this, this three week window for players to make moves, for things to happen in games in those first three weeks and show themselves for four weeks, really, because Central Michigan obviously being the fourth game, Um, you know, and and then go from there because I think that there are some players who will adapt and get used to those positions and maybe be able to take some jobs by by that fourth or fifth game of the season. And this is, do you you think this is a quick aside? I just want to spend just like one quick second on this thought. Is this a better or worse position to be in than in 2021 when you're opening at Wisconsin? You're at Purdue, but yeah. it's not like Penn State hasn't gone through this before. If they need to get key guys ready for week one because there was no lead up. There's no warm up. You've got to yeah. be ready. Is, is this in a better place to be in this year? Because it feels like we focused a lot more on that this year than we did last season. Yeah, I think. I, I mean, I felt. I think that both are hard. I think that Purdue yeah. this year is not as good of a team as Wisconsin last year. Yeah, I'm, you know, I, and I'm not. I, I, I think we we arrive in the same place there. <laughs> yeah, the quarterback so, is better. 
and that's a fundamental difference. But yeah, yeah. if you're looking at Wisconsin and Purdue, the defense for Wisconsin last year, that front seven was very good. Like there, there's exactly. no way around that. Their offensive line was pretty good. They had a great running back. They were also not the same team because of their running back situation early in the year as they were towards the middle. So it just it's an yep. interesting perspective heading into this game and remembering where you were last year. Any yeah. before we get to last thoughts here, want to make sure yeah. everybody knows a week from now and a little bit over a full week from now, we're going to be going prime time. Monday, the 29th, BWI Daily Edition is switching to 7 p.m. So if you want to get your snacks, you want to have your dinner, all that stuff, you're eating your ice cream Monday night. We'll be there with you, whether you watch on your TV, whether you watch on your phone, your laptop. If you're here on YouTube, we air the show at 3 p.m. Now we're switching to prime time so we can have a, a uh, bigger audience because, you know, Nate, I don't know if you know this, but not everybody works from home like mm. we do. Mm. I'm ready for it. I can't wait. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. It's going to be super exciting. Of course, we'll have our live show coverage. We'll get you all that information coming up as the season starts. But that's just the main thing I want to make sure we get out each day before we get there so everyone knows and they come with us to seven. Any last yep. thoughts about practice? Any other players that you want to mention before we get out of here? Yeah, uh, just two. Uh, I, I, you know, We were able to see the running backs work with the quarterbacks and the receivers, but uh, specifically my, my attention was on the running backs. Um, and I would not describe Penn State's running backs as especially shorthanded, but I also wouldn't describe them as having a deficiency in that area, right? Like it, it was kind of this balance of bobbled balls that were caught um, yeah. on tough throws, like that kind of thing. Um, and so I do, I do anticipate because it seems like we've had a lot of questions about how involved Penn State's running backs will be in the passing game. And my anticipation is that they will be right. Like yeah. it, there'll be a factor there. They're, they're not, there, there's nobody out there. Who's just like stone hands um, yeah. that I can see. So that, that and then Ab, Abdul Carter, sorry, he was the last one. Oh, good. Just, uh, you know, he's part of the deal. He's part of the deal. Yeah. All, all of the evidence that we've seen so far this preseason has pointed toward him as, uh, you know, kind of making his mark immediately. I know he was a summer arrival, but he's been able to do enough that he's going to be part of the equation. And we saw that on Saturday. Yeah. And it just struck me. And this is, you know, the eyeball test sort of thing. But how much bigger he is than everybody else? Yeah. He walks. He's a he's like half a head taller than everybody else in the linebacker group. And there's just a difference when you look at a guy like that. Um, you know, he was getting some some thorough coaching from the coaching staff when I was over there. So they were focusing a, a lot on some of those younger guys. I think on Saturday, some more pouring into maybe guys that aren't going to play right away. And, of course, some of the guys they want to get up to speed. So, really interesting part of camp. That's our view here on the BWI Daily Edition. Nate, thank you so much for coming in and uh, talking with me about what you saw during the open media session on Saturday. Love it. Thanks so much for having me, buddy. We'll catch up soon. And uh, that is actually it for training camp because, as Nate uh, pointed out at the beginning of the show, there is not going to be one this Wednesday, although we have additional footage. I'm putting it all together. We'll have more stuff out there for you give you more insight into Penn State's open practice as we go throughout the week I don't want to leave you hanging so stay tuned for that and always subscribe wherever you get your podcasts and here on YouTube we are barreling into the season here we are at warp speed get on the train so you don't miss it BWI Daily and the recruiting show coming back tomorrow we'll talk to you then 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW group. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.